But in the meantime, let's get to uh, a guest, a first-timer on, on this program, uh, Adam Munster-Tiger from BuffStampede.com. Adam, welcome into the show. Thank you for your time. Um, before we talk about uh, what's next for the Buffs, and I can't wait to get to that, coming out of the bye week, if you just took a litmus test of the expectations coming in, how things have aged in the last month, how would you grade out the Coach Prime experience coming out of the bye? Yeah, good, great question, and, and congrats to you guys both on the new show. I know you guys have been on the air for a little bit, like you, but like you mentioned, first time coming on with you guys, I appreciate that. Thank you, thank you. It is an interesting uh, view of things because uh, I picked Colorado to go six and six this year, and I had you know folks calling me both a homer and a hater at the same time, and mm. so there were these wide range. There was this wide range of expectations. The odds maker said it at three and a half. So on that level, you know, hitting four wins is already a success for them. But after the TCU game, I, I think you had to readjust that a little bit because you saw that the number one ranked transfer class in the country, uh, you know, was able to give this program enough talent to compete. Uh, maybe not with the nation's elite, as we saw against Oregon and, and early on against USC, but uh, it was allowing Coach Prime to have a rebuild that uh, – prior coaches were not able to, to uh, you know, have that ability to bring so many new players in. And so that part of it, you, you kind of changed the goalpost. You moved the goalpost a little bit in terms of the expectation with this team. And uh, then you go into the bye week with just huge disappointment, embarrassment, blowing a 29-point lead to Stanford, arguably the worst team in, in the conference, and, and go into the bye week at 4-3. and three. So, uh, you know, it, had you won that Stanford game, it's, it's an A because you've, you've vastly exceeded expectations. You go into the final five games being just one more win for bowl eligibility. Because of that, that Stanford letdown, I'd say C-plus or B-minus, just because now you have a, an uphill climb to try to get to that bowl eligibility, which would be such a huge boost from a perception standpoint. It would really help them, as Coach Prime said, they need seven or eight more dogs in this program. And uh, if you go to a bowl game, that's going to attract a lot of talent and a lot of eyes on Colorado. So uh, each of their final five opponents have a winning record. So you've made it really tough on yourself by blowing that Stanford game. Mm, Adam, it's good talking with you again, man. And you cannot be a hater when you sit here and cover the bus through the hardest times, hardest <laughs> years. They don't understand that. The new new people don't understand that we all know that you are always going to be for the bus, man. Um, speaking of blowing a 29-point lead, after that game and after this bye, where is the, the Colorado Buffalo's heads at in the sense of, you know, how, how has it been out there? Yeah, they've been challenged. Coach Prime even revealed that he spent a couple of days. He didn't leave the facility after that game. It's something that he had never been a part of. It was the biggest collapse in program history. They had had a couple other previous games where they had given up a 28-point lead, but it was just uh, – it was shocking. It was a situation where they went sleepwalking into the bye week and – that loss kind of woke them up. Uh, and so they actually practiced the next day after that loss. It was a Friday night game. They were back practicing on Saturday. And so they've, they've been challenged. And this is a football team that's played their best football when they've had their backs against the wall, when it's been kind of a us against the world mentality. I mentioned the odds makers only thought they'd win three and a half games this year. And that was a rallying cry for this team going into the season. And, and partly why you saw them play with an edge. If you go back, 
and watch you know that TCU game, if you watch the Nebraska game, these guys, even though the defense was giving up some yards, they were they were flying around to the ball and playing with that edge, and they started to kind of lose that, and it looked like they had regained it in the first half against Stanford only, again, like I said, just kind of basically sleepwalk. Uh, but I think having that bad taste in your mouth is – I don't want to say it's a good thing because you'd much rather be five and two and worry about this team being complacent going in down the stretch than to be four and three with your backs against the wall again in terms of trying to get to bowl eligibility. But it does make for a pretty motivated group of individuals going out to Los Angeles this week. We're talking with Adam Munster-Tiger, who's been covering the Buffs uh, for Buff Stampede since I was literally in high school, uh, as I sit here at 36 years old. So he, he's been around the block a few times. Um, Adam, when you look at the remaining five games, knowing that you have to win two more um, to reach that bowl eligibility, I'm almost looking at this weekend's game like a must-win because the way you end the season on the road at Washington State, at Utah, is going to be tough. Next week, is uh, you might be facing a top-10 Oregon State team by that time. They're ranked number 11 right now. And the one win I have penciled in is Arizona at home, which is going to come with its own challenges. That just leaves UCLA uh, on the road uh, this weekend in front of over 70,000. Do you agree? Uh, you know, I don't, I don't know if UCLA is a must win, but I, I, I'll tell you this. You don't go into that last game against Utah at 5-6 and six needing that win for bowl eligibility because uh, – you mentioned that I've been covering the Buffs for a long time, and I know Phil played in some of those games where yeah. uh, Colorado was had five wins going out to Utah, and that has been a, a nightmare for Colorado. They they have not been able to pull that off. Um, you know, Arizona's playing better football. That's certainly not a guaranteed win. That line actually might be pretty close. Uh, I don't know if Colorado will even be a, a heavy favorite in that game because they've they've shown. Uh, improvement this year at Washington State. That's always Pullman's such a miserable place to play <laughs> in late November. That's a Friday night game, but Washington State has shown some chinks in the armor here in recent weeks, and they've been struggling. So I don't know if I'd go quite as far as saying uh, it's a must-win, but you, you've got to show some things this week, and uh, you know you you do come back home with two home games, and there's there are winnable opportunities out there, but but you better not go into Utah needing another victory. Mm. Adam, here in the studio, we've been having uh, conversations about if the Buffs have a possibility of going to a bowl game at 5-7, and seven, would Coach Prime accept that invitation? That's a great question. I think that he would pause mm. uh, and think about it because it's not an easy answer. I, you know, I don't know if he would feel that they deserve it, but I think at the end of the day – he is such a master marketer that he would say yes if that was the situation, if, if it comes to that, because um, you get those extra 15 bowl practices um, and you get that extra exposure. So it, that would be hard to turn down, but I would feel like Coach Prime and the Buffaloes wouldn't feel like they – they deserve it if they if they yeah. did go five and seven. Adam, uh, and we're talking with Adam Munster Tiger from BuffStampede.com. I'm not trying to stir up trouble, and I'm being serious when I say that. I but I'm le- going to ask this question because um, I still don't know the answer to it, and I'm curious if you do. It, it did Shador post from his Instagram to drop new merch at halftime up twenty nine to zero? I know that's been reported, but I have not seen that confirmed. Is, is that true? 
from what I understand is that that wasn't you know he didn't push the the buttons to to make that happen. <laughs> you know he's got people that are helping him out as far as all that stuff goes. Okay, okay. so he's got his people. All right, all right, that's fair. I that's figured, fair. I, and I, I was one thing I was thinking maybe he has his own market company or or people that are yeah or just running a social exactly yeah. Um, on that on Shador uh, Adam um. Is give me a probability that he's coming back because we've heard from Mel Kuyper and others that he could leave this year and be a, a, a first round draft pick. Well, the comments that Coach Prime has said publicly make you think that he's going to be back in 2024. Coach Prime has said that he, you know it would be a situation where he could come back in in 2025, be the number one ranked quarterback prospect, whereas he wouldn't necessarily be that if he were to come out after his junior year. And Coach Prime also mentioned the NIL aspect of it. You know, Shador Sanders is, is doing pretty well for himself right now. And um, it, it's a new age in college football. And this is maybe one of the positives where you get guys that can come back and don't have to jump to the league because they're going to be able to make a lot of money playing college football. And I, I would say, I mean, it's hard to put odds on it, but I, I mean, it looks like, uh, much more likely that, that he'll be back as a quarterback next year than if he were to leave early. Fantastic stuff, Adam. Uh, this is the first time. I hope it's not the last. Uh, Phil thinks very highly of you, and I know your work kind of s- speaks for itself. So we'll catch up with you uh, at some point down the line, okay? Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Look forward to talking to you guys again, and good luck with everything. All right. All right take there, care, Adam. There he goes, Adam Munster Tiger of buffstampede.com. He's been the publisher of that website uh, since 2003.